0: Welcome to Two Shy Ghosts Podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Anne. Uh, and tonight we want to start out with um, just saying that to remember the memory of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, she has done a lot for women's rights. And while she was not perfect, she her overall she did better uh, than she did wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, I just didn't really know much about her until we well we were in when we were in school together and we watched that documentary for con law um just her history is just i mean again like what you said like she has flaws and she's done good as well but like you have to recognize like the history that that she had is just amazing to look back at
0: right uh raising two kids and a cancerous husband while going mm-hmm. to law school um not that her husband was causing cancer, that he just had cancer. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean and just a champion for women's rights and you know, uh, or argued in front of the Supreme Court that she eventually would serve on. Having to face adversity being a woman in a time where only men were lawyers, yeah, you know, the some big steps she made for um us and with even with her flaws as a person who should be uh, celebrated. Um, so what we want to talk about
1: today is so we don't
0: have too many things on the agenda today, but to start we are going to talk about Cindy McCain endorsing Joe Biden. Um, it is ridiculous.
1: I can't even keep track of who's on what
0: party anymore. Yeah, I mean, Trump is divisive. Uh, a lot of Republicans don't like him, except for the ones that want to replace Ruth's successor. Yes. Now they're all over him, but... Yes, that's that's why, like, to me, it look, it's like
1: a roller coaster. It's like one minute, you know, someone's... Like, like, Mitt Romney is all outspoken about how divisive he is and how dangerous he is. But then the next minute, as usual, um, some political gain, personal political gain comes into the picture and they're falling all over him
0: again. Yeah, and, um, frankly, though, I have concerns about the nominee that, like, the Barrett... Yes, I'm so confused. She's from Chicago, yes. and but but an avid conservative, like where did that come from? Like, and she is a part of this like group that is uh, loyal to like, and they like have pledged to be loyal to the group forever. And it's a very misogynistic group of women, um, and that's like how did where where did that come from? Um, she so like she is scary um to be a fervent republican in the midst of a democratic city is ridiculous and for um just to
1: um yeah i think uh a lot of people because we are we do have that reputation for being um a democrat a major Democrat center as far as especially with Chicago. Um but that's where kind of like to me Chicago and Illinois has always been just kind of a miniature version of the United States as far as a, a divide goes between race, class, um with how politics goes. So like Chicago it's very much a lot of like working class um, a lot of people of color communities and all that, but there's that divide. So like where you usually see more of the conservative side, I mean, they're there is a lot of, again, looking into like the, like the business world of Chicago, looking into maybe the more like the surrounding suburbs. So I would say, yes, it's, I could see where people are just really surprised by her having, like, these really outrageous conservative (laughs) values. But as someone who grew up in Chicago, like, I'm not surprised that we have someone like that here.
0: Excuse me. Um, I, it's not that I'm necessarily surprised, like, I, being from Charlotte, like, Charlotte is a democratic city, but the surrounding areas, like, Mecklenburg County is not democratic in the slightest. Um, but, but, to have, she was appointed, but at some point I believe she was an elected judge. Yeah. And so to have been elected as a Republican judge, uh, where the Democratic vote vastly outweighs the Republican vote is, uh, kind of astonishing.
1: I've had my theories as far as sometimes when we do end up with, um a Republican in office take, for example, back when we had, um, Bruce Rauner. I was very, very shocked, again, that our majority was red. And as far as, like, my theory goes with that is, it's down to voting. Um, again, this is just me. I don't have any proof of this, but we've had our issues in the past, um, with, as far as, like, blocking a vote, of certain votes. So, like, in Chicago, there's been times of, again, that, that, the biggest example would be, like, when we went red for our governor. Um, we had polls closing early, or we had, like, issues with, um, not enough polling locations um issues with mail and ballots so i'm not saying that you know sometimes that the vote isn't going to flip but i just tend to lean more on the suspicious part one suspicious size when it does happen so again the you know as far as an example of having her elected as a judge with these conservative views To me it always comes down to okay so who drew up the map and what was going on that night
0: i mean i i guess like just where i'm from in north carolina we haven't in my experience had a problem with polling places now i know charlotte and raleigh have had problems Uh, i mean and i live just outside of charlotte um into the neighboring county which is red so they're not trying to stop our vote but um There, there hasn't been really, like, I could vote at my, like, at my college, which was also in the neighboring, the same, I grew up and went to college in the same county, and you could vote there, you just had to, like, have, like, a, your student ID on you. Mm -hmm. Like, it was never a problem. Yeah. You could vote, and it wasn't at the school, it was, like, at the, the town center, you just had a student ID, and they were like, yup, you can go vote. Like, you didn't even need, you didn't need nothing. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, that's very different for here. It's a big deal. It's, um, usually around just, like, way before, as far as the voting messages are, I think it really does get out to, like, more of, like, like, places like Chicago, because I would say we do have more issues as, as far as, like, Actually, being able to vote there here, I have seen it where um, the biggest is, is mail-in ballot. Um, as we know right now, uh, Trump is going up to the post office, and that as someone who, again, at from from Chicago, from my viewpoint, that's really scary because I can see that affecting us because we already have issues with with mail-in ballots. A lot of times, like I mean, so it's obviously it's an issue across the United
0: States. But well, we do see it here recently, so my, I voted by mail this year, and I've already done it, and um, they gave me a little sticker that says I voted by mail. It's so cute. But I voted in North Carolina, and they said, oh, it'll be mailed out on the 4th, and you should get it in 7 to 10 business days. So it comes around, and it's like the 15th, and I'm like, where's my ballot? And I didn't get it until the 22nd. Wow. Um, because they apparently didn't and my my ballot number said it was I was ballot number sixty two. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not even like I was late like a really large number and I was like number four thousand and fifty seven. Yeah. Like sixty two and they were still like um uh, it still took them forever to get to Chicago and just the mail has been horrible. Um even in a city center. And, because, because, I just switched banks, and they're supposed to be sending me a debit card, and they're like, it could take up to two weeks, and I'm like, it shouldn't, and they send me the PIN number, and but I haven't gotten the actual card, and I was like, I have money on it, and I'm like, can I, I really would like, um, but that's not the point, um, not, the mail system is slow, um, and faulty right now, so yeah, but all that to say that Cindy McCain um, endorsed Joe Biden instead of following in her father's footsteps and in her own precedent that she has set and backing any Republican over a Democrat in the history of the world um, I don't like Cindy McCain, you remember she was on The View? Yeah, I didn't, I don't like her Oh, that's
1: why, I know people are just like, oh this is awesome and
0: The far left of me is like, no. It is awesome. It is awesome for people who are followers of Cindy McCain, like Cindy McCain's viewpoints, and they're like, oh, even she doesn't like Trump? Oh, we have some, like, there's some shit going on and we need to figure the fuck out. Excuse my nasally voice. Um, but it's bad because it shows just how Bad Trump is to his Republican base, mm. and his and I told um, George this, but I am not afraid necessarily of what Trump can do and what a Republican Senate can do, because we've dealt with it before and it's been shady, but like it's not the worst. I am more afraid of Trump's supporters because what the the scariest thing that Trump did was embolden his supporters to to be hateful and cruel, and show that they're not gonna get in trouble if they do something crazy on camera even. Um, And that's not like a knock at the cops, like it's literally regular civilians doing shit to people on camera and like not getting in trouble for it because they might be in a red state where, screw that black person, like nobody really cares. in red states they're kind of rude like that um being from a red state I can affirm um not in, not all of North Carolina is bad but it's a good poor my neighbor however she is so like she is more she is so democratic. Mm. very very white has like four kids mm. like and there's like a stepchild somewhere so like so different um most of the people in my immediate vicinity were pretty pretty democratic and then then you venture out of my neighborhood or like down the road it's like a different world but Mm. um but if you're from where i'm from you would know that um yeah but our next and last topic because tonight seems like it's going to be short uh is Never mind, it's not gonna be short. Uh is the grand jury. <laughs> oh, is the grand jury um let Brett Hackinson of one of the cops who barged in and murdered Rihanna Taylor um off with um, only the let's just call them the bullets that missed. Yeah. Um and one endangerment. So yeah, and you go first.
1: I can't even fathom what happened. They we have someone who was murdered. Let's just call it what it is. She was murdered. Mm-hmm. And the only charge someone is getting is for basically potentially almost messing up a house a
0: little bit. So the fun part about this is that, um, that really is going to make your blood boil. And so they were in an apartment complex. So he got charged with the three bullets that went into a neighboring apartment where a white family lived. Hmm. Discounted the bullets that went through the roof to a black family. Didn't get charged for those.
1: I'm not in law school anymore, so maybe I don't have the legal knowledge in it, but I keep looking at this and this is truly where
0: I keep saying how
1: have how? we seen
0: how how have how? we seen the attorney general and his uncle Tom miss mm-hmm. Okay. Um for those of you who don't know what an uncle Tom is, go look it up on a dictionary. But um <laughs> Did you see his engagement pictures where there was not a single black soul in the whole room? And I was like, wow, I get it. I am a black person with a lot of white friends. But there would have been more than just white people. Um, uh, Like, so Uncle Tom. And then he's going to be like, oh, I don't think they would have stuck. But you could have let a grand jury decide it. And then we could have been mad at the grand jury. He was like, oh, no, they're not going to stick. So only one endangerment. That's okay. Mitch McConnell went to his wedding. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm heated. I'm heated. Nobody (laughs) likes Mitch McConnell. And this man is so close with Mitch McConnell that they went to each other. He went to his wedding.
1: So I've been saying that once Trump is out of here, We gotta get rid of Mitch, too, because the man has so much influence over people. And over, and not, I mean, to to a point where he helps pave that way for people like Trump into office. And that's, like, Trump needs to to
0: go, Um, but I am equally... um, we're getting rid of Mitch for this. I don't think we're gonna get rid of Mitch McConnell until he dies, right? Like, or retreats back into his turtle shell, whatever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> <For Osop. laughs> oh, it's funny, um, because we have to cope with this some way. So, um, yeah, so Mitch McConnell is the worst. If I believed in the devil, I would think it was him. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I'm back. Uh, back to to the charges, I
0: just don't. I
1: don't un- I don't understand. So
0: I really what don't. I seriously don't understand is how we go from hey, Miss Palmer and the rest of Brianna Taylor's family, we are gonna give you twelve million, uh, which is a slap in the face, by the way, to considering that the same state has given twenty million and an arrest to a white person, yeah. not the point. But, so $12 million for a wrongful death, and then never even mention wanton endangerment. Like, if we were going to only go with wanton endangerment, we're never going to even mention, like, your daughter as a victim Mm -hmm. of this so-called wanton endangerment. And there have been stuff that's been coming out saying that it wasn't a no-knock warrant, that they did announce themselves and then forced entry. Um... I saw recently today that she wasn't an EMT, which is that the emboldened why, but um,
1: they weren't even at the
0: right house. Yeah, they see, weren't that's even my right thing. At the right house. So, like, regardless of if they actually announced, if they actually announced that they were police and that they were coming in, you were at the wrong house, and the person on the warrant was already in custody, and I've seen. So I, I made the mistake of going on Facebook, which I should never do. No, really. Um, uh, and I saw somebody post this picture. Uh, so Fox News posted that uh, the cop was out on bail. And people are mad. Because it wasn't even said that high. But, so this co- so this guy posted on there, and I should stay out of the comment sections, but I refuse. The guy posted on there and said she wasn't an EMT. Uh, by the way, a black guy. So, you know, Uncle Tom there too. Wasn't an EMT. They She was on the warrant. She uh, was making money dealing drugs. Like all of like saying that they really did announce themselves, which witnesses do say that they, she, they did announce themselves. Um I don't know if I believe witnesses, but like mm. firsthand testimony because it was like, what, four in the morning? Yeah. But, um, and like, I can't, I wouldn't necessarily believe whether or not the cops woke you up or the sound of gunshots woke you up. Um, but that's a story for a different day. But just saying all of the, he was just saying all of the stuff that people are like, excuse me, um, we know she was an EMT. We know she wasn't on the warrant. And they were like, oh, she was like, oh, they were at the right house because they were getting his boyfriend. No, No. I mean, no, like they were not. And so, well, the thing is that her apartment was on the warrant. Her apartment was on the warrant, but the judge signed it, signed the warrant for the wrong apartment, like the apartment that they were going to stake out, wow. was the wrong apartment wow. that, and they put that on the form. It wasn't necessarily so. Like they had a warrant, but the warrant shouldn't have been signed anyway because the warrant wasn't going Wait, to be. Where is this judge now? Just start, is inside, as, a side, as a side? I or? don't. I. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure judges, um, make. I mean, judges make mistakes. So right, like they're gonna trust the opinion of the cops, and they're like, you did the paperwork right, mm. and uh and the cops did the paperwork wrong and so um that's how her name ended up on not her name but so it was the wrong name but the the wrong apartment was listed and the correct name so that's how they ended up at that apartment anyways because the warrant the whoever filled out the warrant put the wrong address
1: It's just I don't know. Stories like this, this is I think this was my main influence of like why I just did not want to go forward with law too because I just don't get how we can even, like, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, this generic, everyone says it, but it truly is not a fair system, so,
0: I mean. I mean, there are things that don't get as publicized either, um, this is a main component of why I don't go into criminal law, I think that's specific, um branch of law is is pretty flawed um in that state's attorneys have all the power whether or not to charge uh and even well and i think they do this in the interest of efficiency which is not always the best interest um but they're like we don't have enough evidence so we're not gonna If you're a good state's attorney, right? You're like, we don't have enough evidence. We're not going to pursue charges on this person. Um, Completely leaving out the victim's uh, friends and family who might want to press charges. And I mean, the the system might fail in this instance because there's not, there's surely not enough evidence. But the scary part is when there is enough evidence and... when there is enough evidence and they're, they still fail. I.
1: But what I, I just don't un, understand is, and maybe there's just, there's just only one, obviously one explanation for this, is, is how, no other, first of all, only one gets off with a charge, and it's it's, it's the. They, they
0: determined that it was his bullets. And
1: it's it's bare minimal. Only one. Okay. I just. I don't know. I don't. I have no answers for
0: this. I really don't. And I I know the lawyer. One of them for the civil suit. And um. everybody's just like, is this it? Is this all? Um, and she's been posting to Facebook about how the family is upset and all of these things. And you're like, they're like, they're satisfied. They're not satisfied with the amount of money they won, even though they are thankful for somebody at least admitting that there was a wrongful death. They're not they're They justice was not served and blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, And it's nice to have lawyer connections, but, um, it's just like, sometimes I forget that there are real people behind this. Like I am outraged and I was, and I feel like so much needs to change. But then I remember that there is an actual family who is grieving in front of the whole world. Mm -hmm. And... They're watching as the rest of the as the rest of America is picking a side, and um, I, don't, I just can't imagine what it's like to be them. No, I... Because it's one thing to have a cop unjustly murder your daughter it's another thing to watch all of America be divided over it um and I I wish for them peace and I wish um that they take comfort in the fact in the people who are fighting for justice for her daughter um and for their family but I just Like, I hope as many people remember them and send them good vibes, if that's your deal, or prayers, and just remember her mother and her boyfriend and her family members that are, that didn't get the time to appropriately grieve, um, their loved one. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, I my grandmother recently passed away. And I I don't think that if I didn't have, if I, if it was controversial and I had to every day wake up and see more about, because it would be, if I had to wake up every day and see more about like people commenting on my daughter's death or my grandmother's death. And I had to endure that for six months I don't think I would be in an okay place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just hope that, you know, she's getting the help that she deserves and the love and support that she deserves uh, because her daughter did not get the justice Mm -hmm. that she deserved. I mean, and it should be pointed out that we're only in the indictment stage Mm -hmm. of anything. And he is out on bail and trials take months to years. So, Even if, even if he goes to trial, which he might not, he might get off on anything, you know? And he's not even monetarily being damaged because bail was nothing. I mean, what do you have to, I mean, I don't know about in Kentucky, but in North Carolina, you have to put up 10%. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know how anyone can, you keep hearing the same messages out there, you know, this is truly, again, an example of the injustice in our country, but we ask for everybody at this time to just, you know, please, like, keep the peace. I don't know how people can keep peace when more people are going to keep losing their kids, more people are going to keep losing their loved ones because we live in an unjust, racist Country that's that's that just refuses to.
0: Girl, and let me tell you, I'm so happy I moved to Chicago, um, because if I were a number of other places right now, I would not feel safe. Mm. Like here, I'm like, ah, if they protest, it'll be an inconvenience, but I don't necessarily fear for my life. Being on the north side, sure, but I don't necessarily fear for my life. Um, not even on the south side, because like really, if you're not into drugs, like what, what's, what's who's gonna do anything down there? South side really nice. South side, <laughs> biased because family, but well, no, no, no. But seriously, like if you're not into drugs, like is, I, I mean, I go down there to get hair products. Oh okay? yeah. It's oh, yeah. the only. Wow, wow it's the only place you can get hair products for Black people. Um, now I just ordered on Amazon because I have succumbed. To, um, the ease of everyday life, but, um, yeah. But I I never fear that like I'm going to be trampled by a racist one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like the cops aren't great, but like I don't fear I don't fear like just a random citizen is going to come up to me and just decide that my whole being is wrong. Now, if I was in North Carolina, and I was in the majority of North Carolina maybe not the try the uh the triangle or Charlotte specifically but it would be in every I used to work for um for a in-home nursing service um and we would go into like old people's homes and like clean for them make sure they have showers like change diapers and things like that and if I was doing that now I would be terrified every single day. Now I did go into one person and she was very nice. She was so lovely. But the whole the only thing she wanted was company. She just nobody visited her. So she wanted her her and her husband just wanted some company. And so they hired company, which is just so sad. <laughs> um but she would just watch the news. We would do um crossword puzzles and we would watch the news and she would tell me how important it was to vote because we had to get Trump out this was two years ago Mm -hmm. um she is so sweet I wish I hope she is her name was Deanne I hope she is doing all of the um is doing so well and um she drives a Prius she's so cute (laughs) um yeah um But I would have been terrified. Like, this is a scary thing that some... And a lot of black women especially are nurses and in-home aides. Mm -hmm. And um, when you're working with the elderly population, you never know what you're walking into. Especially given that the South is, like, gun-happy. And I'm not anti-gun, but, like, they're gun-happy. And I, I... Even then, I feared every day that I would knock on a white person's door and they would think I was, like, trying to rob them. So... Even though I have a very sweet face.
1: You do have a very sweet face.
0: Oh thank you. I say
1: aww. literally that's why I, when I was at law school it was the very first day,
0: I didn't know who I was gonna talk to and I found you. I was like, I'm gonna talk to nice. Yeah, I found Anne on the like the day of service and I was like, Ann, stay with this one. Talk about turkey Yeah, <laughs> Drop <laughs> <laughs> They were like our community service was to draw some paper bats.
1: I hope you oh.
0: my turkey bag. I hope you loved the lunch <laughs> design. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Um,
1: Everyone else came back with, like, these horror stories. And we come back, we
0: drew yeah, we, turkey bags. We drew turkeys on paper bags and other fall messages. Mm-hmm. That was our best. Yeah. And it was such a good con. They were just, like, sending gift bags to, to like, um, lonely old, old, old people. people. <laughs> it, was, it was the best. Oh, yeah. I, well, We'll go ahead and in there on a happy note that old people got our horrible drawings um, in their goodie bags for the season. Um, I don't remember the name of the. It. it was like two two brothers? Weird. It was translated weird because it was from it was in
1: French, right? And they had to translate it to English and it didn't transfer, translate as well.
0: Um,
1: ah, it was like a it wasn't really like a. a that was like hall. two
0: brothers, something.
1: It, but it wasn't like a nursing home. I remember. It was just that. like a community center yeah, where they community. got together and like, had parties. Which is something I always like wondered. I always thought because there's so many like lonely like older elderly people, and I'm just like, where did they made like a community center? And here we go. We have the.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, in, unless you live in Chicago, you don't need to know the name of that. But there are tons of local organizations that you can volunteer at um that would love your help especially now a lot of places are doing gift bags to the elderly so if you wanted to take part in delivering something to the elderly or just find your your neighborly elderly person and give them a gift bag i'm sure they would love it and they would appreciate it make bake them a pie um don't bake them a pie don't do that um the, the pandemic is still very real do not bake them a pie but give them a gift bag and um yeah, or your grandmother. Just go see them. Or your grandparents. I didn't have grandfathers, so grandparents. Um, yeah, go see them. Be with them. But this has been Two Shy Girls Podcast. Um, and don't forget to follow us on our social media Twitter and YouTube at Two Shy Girls and Facebook.com slash Two Shy Girls. Have a good day.